Trauma Teachers, this is Aaron. Along with Patrick. As always. Here on a half day. Half day, yeah, we're early. Yes, it's midway through the last nine weeks, which none of that means anything. Not anymore. Not a single thing. Yeah. Um, so, mistakes from last week. I did cut you off, but that hasn't happened in a long time. Oh, so uh, yeah. That's, beginning, we were just going, there's no <laughs> flow. So, I was, whatsoever. it was almost like refreshing. I was like, ah, we used to do this. Yeah, this is what it was like. Yeah, now I've gotten so much better, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then we kind of wanted to reiterate, like, when I was listening back last week, we are laughing a lot and, like, talking about other subjects in between and while we're talking about the kids. So for those of you who have not listened to this a lot, kind of the point of this when we started this was to uh, be, like, a trauma for dummies type thing right. and not make it super dark. Because the ones that we'd listened to were all just, like, these are the stats and this is how you combat this. I mean, it's just, like, by the time I would finish one, I was, like, you know, needed, like, a shower. Right. So that the, the point of this is to get the information out there and also to try to keep it as light as possible. Right. But we're never making light of any situation. No, none, none of the laughter is aimed at any of the any of the things that we deal with or any of the, any of the um, problems with the kids or any of that stuff. It's it's not meant to make fun of or uh, like I said to to laugh at them. And as we've talked about before too, like to work here, you have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, you either laugh or you cry. Yeah, it's not like when something crazy is happening that we're laughing but afterwards you have to be able to be like that was even with the kids like right. that was really wild like let's talk about what happened yeah because I, I think like we, like we've said before like even in the moment the kids enjoy the humor like right. <laughs> they can appreciate like okay what was that what were yeah. you doing <laughs> right, like if a kid's punching a wall and you're like don't punch that wall like and then they're just gonna be more escalated but if you're like hey mm-hmm. is it gonna hit back and then like say, yeah you, you had get... a fight with the wall right who, yeah. who won yeah like you have a broken arm now like let's talk about <laughs> yesterday in like a, a way that's not you're already going to therapy it doesn't need to be like that right like, let's talk about what happened yesterday and how to prevent that from happening again so what i think what you're trying to say is humor helps is that what you're saying yes yes that was a long-winded way of saying that humor helps um all right struggle week um, right now, as Aaron was talking about last week, we're getting almost every kid we're getting is younger, yeah, like 12, 13, 14. Our facility is 11 to 18. Um, so a thing we're running into now is the older kids. Uh, it's probably meant from love, like taking them under their wing, but they're trying to like teach them that things are cool that definitely are not, mm-hmm. and like kind of trying to expedite their you know, their maturation process right. and make them think that they should be doing things that no 11, 12, you know, year old should be doing. And so we're having, now that there are so many younger kids, it's hard to keep track of like all the dynamics and who's yeah. and, and like um, what older students are trying to influence the younger students. So that's, they've done a pretty good job, but there's a couple kids that are really starting to talk about stuff that is not disturbing okay. and yeah. like we don't want our facility is supposed to be to help those kids not to introduce them to new behaviors that, yeah you know so that's been tough. yeah and it's, it's hard because you know um there's so many things that are kind of working at the like you know you have kids like you said they're just trying to you know in the, in their way be a be a role model but like you know um negatively so right. that's unfortunate yeah um, but at the same time you have the younger kids who are um you know they're looking to find themselves or find be part of a group so they're they're looking to you know 
take on the words and, and, and be part of the group. Right. And at a typical school, you wouldn't have a sixth grader with a twelfth grader. Right. But that's that's how we're set up. So um, we do limit the interactions and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it, it's still at times you'll you know, see an interaction that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. And then you hear the the younger kids start talking about something they've never talked about before. In right. America. Right, and it's and because and, and we're battling against things that are kind of natural. Because I mean, in some way, old, younger kids are always kind of looking up to older kids, um, and so you know, it's it's tough when that kind of starts to happen. Yeah. Um, has, has has anything? Sorry, I no, cut, no, no, I no, cut no, you no, off. No, sorry, I was about to say. All I was going to say is middle school is a strange time. Oh yeah, it just in general. That's what. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like just You're just like, naturally. I have no idea what's going on. So <laughs> right. if there's an older kid. You think like seniors are like in high school are like these wise you know, like they've been through it all they know what's going on when when really i mean good god like six, i remember like eighth grade i had no idea what was you're just kind of like bouncing around yeah yeah like, just, but the seniors look like they had it figured out yeah like, like i could drive he, right. he looks amazing right. talk to him about my love life um all right so yours was yeah i had one um so right now, um, you know, we have some of the, some or a majority of the kids. We have kind of like a culture, then, and, and they're all kind of the same, um, experience the same backgrounds, um, which is a struggle because you know it can be really difficult because it kind of starts a domino effect or a trend um, when you have everybody who's all you know displaying some of the same things. So, like for example, if we have kids who are all aggressive. Then if one kid gets aggressive, then it kind of dominoes to all the other kids to like, they, then they start to become aggressive based on, you know, one student who's kind of starts that pattern or, or, or triggers that. Um, it's a lot harder to kind of contain that because normally if you have um, kids who are um, displaying different behaviors, then you're, they're not necessarily affected so much by other behaviors. So if the, I'm tripping out. Well, like so, like this year's been weird. Like earlier this year, we did have all the aggressive kids, right. which would have been a disaster. Now, and now we're getting kids that are like a lot of kids who are depressed. Yeah, self harm. And, and I don't know what that feels like, but they definitely find solace in each other. Right. But that, but that usually leads to them talking about depressive things. Right. And there, it's just it's hard to. Yeah, and I, th I think that's how I got tripped up because I was trying to say things that I didn't want to say. So like, so we'll have, um, say we'll have a young student, a female student who might um, cut herself. Right. Um, then you have um, students who, again, are following that, who are experiencing those same things and do those same things, so, and, and they're kind of um, sh triggered by one person doing it, so they it kind of, you know. And they'll tell each other, like, it helps. Right. And, um, and that's one of the, the more shocking things. When I started researching that, like, it is, like, just the reasons people do it, like, there yeah. are legitimate reasons. Like, yeah. you know, when you're younger and you, people are always like, oh, they're just doing it for, like, that is not... The case. It's not an attempt to commit suicide, and it's not in a, It's not to get attention. It's because you're trying to feel something, or like right. it's just the world's too much, or, and so like you were saying, when all these kids see each other doing it, and then one of them saying, "Hey, it helps." Yeah. Then it, we've had a lot of that going on. Going recently. on right now. I mean, and it's been such a struggle that I could barely talk about it right yeah, now. Well, you don't <laughs> like we always talk about this. That's when all the gaps comes, like the awkward pauses, because we don't want to say anything. Yeah, about a particular kid or anything that's too dark, but like that is something that a lot of our kids are struggling are with at the, with. at the moment. I mean, and it's kind of, it's I don't even know if I have a suggestion or anything at this point um, to kind of help combat that because it's it's difficult. Yeah, because um, you don't want to tell them like you can't just be like, hey, stop doing that. Right. Like right, right. you need to stop. Like that's enough. Like that's not the way to. That's more of like a therapy. 
kind of issue. I mean, I think if I if I could or might be able to suggest something, I think um, it's definitely being more of a presence, and maybe not not like helicoptering in a way and being and hovering and, and being over them all the time, but maybe more check-ins um, uh, are always sorry. helpful. No, no. <laughs> as a teacher, I'll just say like it is. Um, the advice for me would just be everything in your room can be used. I know right. we're getting dark, but like we're gonna we're gonna go to highlight next. Yeah. Like this year, I had the. The thing that you use to get tape off, the mm-hmm. little I've had that off stolen. The tape yeah. um, erasers can be used. Like ta- you can't have tacks in your room, like anything like that. Right. I remember I had tacks in my room the first year, and someone was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Like why would I not have tacks in my room? Yeah. So it's just staples. Like you have to have everything locked up. I don't have scissors in my room anymore. Yeah, and, pencil and, sharpeners are out. And our art teacher is great about keeping everything compartmentalize knowing how you have to know how if you have scissors you have to know how many you have right. like all that stuff which is I know this is dark <laughs> but that's just the, I mean when you're working with this population that is like a major concern right I mean if you if you are able to kind of find a way to communicate with students who might be struggling in that way or or displaying the kind of the the same behaviors kind of um, find a way to communicate that is effective for them like you know not everybody um, is verbally, you know, is communicates that way. Some, you know, I've had, I've had students who wrote in a journal and went back and forth with staff that way. So I mean, if there's just a way that you can find ways to kind of check in and, and stay connected. And also, I think um, like for depending on your relationship with the kid, like not always trying to be a hero. Like if you don't have a great relationship with a kid, yeah. like hey, I noticed that on your wrist. You don't need to be embarrassed, but like, is there a staff member that you would feel comfortable talking to? It doesn't have to be me. And right. then usually they're pretty receptive. Like, yeah, I need to talk to my therapist. Um, like I had a kid this. We asked me to print out like alternate things, mm. which sounds weird, but like they're twelve, right? So you're still figuring everything, everything out. out. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> stuff out, but like, it is that is kind of our kids have been so amazing. Yeah, but that is going on a lot. Yeah, right it's now. it's kind of happening. You want to hit your highlight? Yeah, after this, let's right. let's yeah. <laughs> let's right. get the sun in here. Yeah. Uh, so my highlight of the week actually is kind of a continuation from last week, um, where I was working with a student who would you know come to. Solution, like I said, we had a conversation, a plan B conversation, and um, she was kind of saying that she was struggling in a certain part of the day or with school, and so like we had started to take a break. Um, so this week we've kind of continued that, and yesterday was actually able to get her to do some of her math work, which is part of the day where she takes a break is during math class, because um, I believe it's a struggle for her to, to complete the work or have the assignments done um, for various reasons. But she was actually able to take the work. I mean, she only she said, "I'm only doing seven. But I was like, all right, that's a win. You know, that's right. more than that's more than zero. So, um, like I said, just kind of scaffolding and building the, you know, what it would look like for her to eventually, you know, the eventually the plan is to get her back to class full time. But, you know, seeing that the the steps are working right now at least is is hopeful. Yeah. Any day you want to come in to my class during right? English during yeah. <laughs> during English because I have... I told you that's the next step. The yeah. next step is to be like, all right, how do we apply this to all of our classes? I don't care if you bring math into English. <laughs> if that's like what gets started, because sometimes like we've talked about yeah, yeah one... one thing to just get it going. And uh, she hates me. <laughs> like there's no there's no if ands or buts. No. So I yeah. So that would be great if you can. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. But yeah, no, she's very tough student. Yeah, but she's tough. As long as we're making steps. You know, I mean, it's, it's all about the baby steps, small victories. Um, my highlight of the week is our team. We just had a meeting. Um, it was really positive. This like this whole pandemic thing has been yeah. terrible, obviously. But like our team is like really banded together, and no Agreed. one 
I mean, I've just never been in a job before where there's not like that person that complains all the time right. or that person that's trying to get even at schools. Like, yeah. That person's like, oh, I fixed that kid or that kid works for me. Like, yeah. I don't really have that on our team, which is great. So everyone's been super positive and. Um, it, it really does feel like being on like a sports team. I agree. You know, like and when people leave, like we just had a coworker announce she's leaving, sadly. Yeah. But it's like I'm really gonna miss you guys, and like you, and when I keep in touch with people that leave here, which Agreed. has definitely never happened <laughs> at any other job I've had. Right. Like I talked to people who left here like two, three years ago. Yeah. Is, um, nice. So I mean, it's it's definitely it, when you say team, it's there. De- there definitely is that same feeling because it's feeling of being part of something. Um, which is great. And it's good to see the same people every day right. while all this is going on. Right. So. All right, man. Great. Yeah. So moving on, getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my question for you, Patrick: uh, Have you ever considered doing anything outside of teaching, like maybe in the education world, administration, or anything else? So I had not, uh, I had not taught worked here, but I'd say about six months ago, I started thinking about potentially going back to see, just to have that option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think my dream would be to have a school with like. All one sex. Okay. Because that's where a lot of our problems, problems come from. And somewhere like maybe 12 to 20 kids. Okay. Um, the problem would be funny because you'd still have to have tons of staff, right? right? <laughs> um, and, the, and they're all like eating a certain diet, not a psycho diet, but like, you know, where you're getting healthier foods yeah, yeah. and maybe they're growing some of their food, stuff like that, and having it in a like a smaller, like maybe like a beach town, something like that. Okay. So they could be part of the community. Yeah. Because once kids, once people meet our kids, they love them. Right. right? So they could be like helping, but that wouldn't work in like a big city, even where we are. There's not be like tough. that sense of, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that would be my dream. Nice. You know, set my brother teaching surfing. <laughs> right. And then someone else doing nutrition, and then, you know, kind of, but that would take a lot. <laughs> but I would like to go back and just see like what that kind of, that side looks like. What it looks like? I've just never been interested in the paperwork and yeah, all that's that a, yeah, kind of stuff. Because like, I feel like every person that becomes a principal tells himself they're still going to be around the kids all the time. It's just it's too it's, much. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that would be the dream. Man. Nice. I mean, I'm – I mean. So, yeah, if you want to move back to Cali, find a little yeah. beach town. Sign bring, me up. Bring Seth with us and uh, <laughs> start our own. Just have avocados everywhere. <laughs> start our own school. Yeah. And I, I do think that, like, I think all the time about – uh, we've talked about the food a lot, but like when our kids go in those like, comas, oh yeah, and then when they come out of it, they're just like so dysregulated, and that's something that really bothers me. But when you're getting food from government funding, there's nothing that can be. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, and it, and it's not to say that it, they're not connected. We know that they're connected because I mean, the ACE score and everything that we talked about, you know, it's that's how it all started was right. taking a look at how the nutrition is connected. So no, it it, it matters. Right, and so many of our kids, uh, so many kids that go through trauma have stomach issues right. and children with autism we serve both yeah already have these terrible like gastrointestinal things so yeah i'm not, I'm not neither one of us with our experience would ever say <laughs> hey that's gonna like make a kid but, no but just like, not part of that. The, like them being outside right it's a cali environment right they could be outside nice. all the time working out like eating well having positive things happen in their lives i'm ready to start this already all right man. yeah i just need three <laughs> What is it, zero to, zero to bachelor in 2.5? Do they have a master's for So 2023, we'll be in Cali. Right. All right. So for my question to you, um, if you could have one place, this could be a restaurant. We can even pretend you're still in L.A. Restaurant, wherever. If you could have one place that could reopen right now, where would it be? Uh, I'd probably say live events. Okay. So even like sporting events or uh, concerts, 
I'm really big into concerts. I like going to live shows. So like comedy shows, anything that, that might be kind of like live entertainment um, would be really nice to have open up. I would really be into like getting out to uh, a basketball game or you know seeing somebody tell some jokes. Yeah, I used to go to a comedy club all the time. Where? And uh, out near West End. Oh, uh huh. But I can't remember why I stopped going. They give away free tickets all. The time. I think that place is gonna close soon. Because I get like one email a week about free tickets. <laughs> free tickets. Cause, but it's I love going to com- comedy shows are probably my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. Like a good concert's great, but a bad concert. Is. You're like I paid all this money. <laughs> I just gotta stay. Right. Luckily, so far I haven't been to a bad show. Um, oh, I told you about my Push the T experience. Oh yeah, no, my favorite of all time. And he did his first five songs were amazing. He looked out and he was like, "I'm too big time for this." Yeah, like, and there was w- no one there. Right, it was it wasn't his fault. No, oh, I'll take that back. I take that back. I ha- I did go to see, um, I went to see Nas one time, and it was not one of my better experiences. Yeah, you could. I mean, when you have a legend, like yeah, Pusha but I think it was the same exact thing yeah, though. Like, it's just like. He looked out and like nobody was participating. I was like, that's got to be a hard energy to feel. Yeah, that's how Pusha T was. Like, no one knew the songs. I was like, what's right. going on? Right, this what is happening? This guy's a legend. Like, right. did you not listen to the clips? My God. I was gonna say it's not up there. You don't <laughs> yeah. know these songs. Oh man, that has to be so disheartening. I can only imagine being on the other side of it. Like, I mean, well, I mean, we kind of know. Like, imagine like when you're in the front of the classroom and you're staring out with the kids and they're like not following you at yeah, all. Yeah, that is. And I'm obviously I'm the Nas of teachers. <laughs> like, just I'm always <laughs> just they're entranced by me. <laughs> <laughs> so when I look out and one kid's not paying attention. But um, all right, so resource of the week. Um, it's another vi- it's another drawing video. So we were on the TED Talks for a while now. We're on these. And this is cool. about, it's only five minutes, I think, learning brain versus survival brain. Okay. So it does a great job of showing how, why our kids struggle in the classroom, yeah. why they struggle socially, why they struggle even in a one-to-one interaction because their brain is thinking about different things than, okay. than if you had, you know, had a, typical childhood and, yeah. and you're able to like compartmentalize you know like you'll see our kids even like there's a noise like look around yeah and it's just kind of that fight or flight always no, always like, in that in that mode so it does a really good job um this feel good story of the week is a little different so i'll let you yeah. introduce it yeah so it's kind of like um we're gonna take a look and kind of talk about some students who are making progress like and and are uh in in the i was how am i gonna say transforming yeah Transition. I think transition is a better word. Where right. they, they, they come in and um, they're definitely um, more up, not, how would I say? Like they're, so we're referring to the students that we were talking about earlier, um, kind of having problems with self-harm and depression. Right. And when they come, like a lot of these kids when they come in, it, it's, it is heartbreaking. Like they're, they're shaky. Yeah, uh, you can tell they're on edge, like any little noise, and it's a lot of times I wouldn't say they don't get left behind. They get as much love as the other kids, but it's harder to see the progress because they're you're not going to go from like shaking and being scared of like a desk moving to all of a sudden coming in one day and having this massive smile, right? On your face. Great, over, overwhelming self esteem. Um, so you kind of you got to check in a lot, right? And see how they're doing. Make sure therapy's going okay. Make like asking about the cottage is huge yeah like is there like is today a day you might need to be in a different class and we're slowly seeing like this group of kids make friends with each other which is amazing right. and also kind of come out of their shell yeah some some little bit yeah. uh yeah so i mean it's not it's not one particular person it's just kind of a group and it's not um you know there's no light at the end of tunnel just yet but just just the differences in the way that we've seen when the student from the students when they first got here to like like you said they're they're 
they are making connections. Um, they are seeming to be more comfortable, um, at least in, in certain spaces and certain times. Um, and it, we can kind of see, they may not see the light of tunnel or understand it, but like we can kind of see like where their progression might be or might go. Yeah, and the, for me the depression is kind of the hardest symptom to deal with here because you, it's, it's obviously not as present and as like overbearing. Like if a kid has anger issues, it's easy to see and you can kind of see when that's coming. The same with if a kid is sexually reactive, like all that stuff you can kind of, as you get to know the kid, you can see when it's bothering them. But like the depression, we've had kids who are laughing all the time right. and joking around and then like something crazy happens in the cottage where they've, they've done something to try to hurt themselves. And it's just, it, for me, it's, it's been really hard to um, like to, to just see it yeah, and, and to, to work with it and to to like not step on, you don't want to say anything that's, gonna trigger them right, or, right. but you also want to let them know that you're checking in on them and you care about them and that, that they that they're as important to you as the other kids. as everybody else um no yeah and i, I think I, I agree um because you know it's it's been kind of nice at this point to kind of see like you said as um as they're they're not as uh shaky or um you know willing to speak so when they do something like for example um I had one of the students, um, she's able to, I think she's the one that we were talking when she first got here was very shaky and uncomfortable. Um, she came and advocated for herself the other morning to say, you know, I'm uncomfortable. Um, there are some things, you know, that are making me feel a certain way. Is there possible for me to get a class change? You know, which is huge, you know, for a student like that to feel comfortable enough to, you know, not only admit all of those things, but, you know, voice them to staff and, and, and advocate for a change as opposed to, you know, reverting to some of the, the, the negative things that they might do as far as self-harm or some of the other things. Yeah, and it's, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like it's one of those situations you, when you were saying it's a double-edged sword, like we want them to have friends that are going through the same thing and to right. be able to relate to other kids, but you, you don't want them having these like dark conversations. Right. So it's like such a Weird. Like today, there were a bunch of them were in a circle on the playground, and I was listening to what they're saying, and I just was finally was just like, "You guys gotta separate," right? Because I'm like, "I'm glad you guys are all friends, but you can't just be bouncing these like these topics of conversation off." And yeah. then the response is always, "You don't understand." And I was like, "You're absolutely right. That's a true statement." But <laughs> but my job is to tell you to, you need to speak to your therapist who is a professional right. about not another twelve to you know <laughs> right. And I'm not. I, I tried never to make a joke at that point right but it's like you can't you guys can't just talk about how depressed you are for it's a it's just a, it's a hard thing it's to, a hard to thing to do with. yeah but our kids they are they've been resilient and they are like it's so great when you get to like know them and like right they start right. making jokes and they start talking to you and they come to you and say hey this kid's bothering me right because a lot of stuff we might think is just like like a boy flirting with a girl because mm. our, our boys are really bad at that right and but then it might be making them very uncomfortable so that the fact that she came and said something to you is it's, it's amazing right yeah. yeah and then you're able to like switch the class that's a that's another good thing about right now you can kind of yeah moving around is not such a, a hard time yeah um so we got a few minutes hmm. i'm mm -hmm. trying to think what do we do with this with the time i'm trying to think like uh, hmm. i'm trying uh, is there anything you miss about our normal school day um I think the the absence of electives has not been really huge, um, but I think sometimes, well, in all times, the the monotony sometimes. So um, breaking, having having them 
have access to like a culinary class or music class um, or uh, technology for those that are into technology. Just just to having having those uh, available to them. Right, and I think for the kids. So give a shout. Our music teacher, Mr. Corey, awesome. Oh yeah, Chef Brown, incredible. Miss um, Jones, incredible art. And I think they miss they miss doing those things, but I think they miss the people. The more. connections. Yeah, those are three of the the preferred staff of the whole On school. campus. Yep. And it's not, it, of course they love doing music and art and cooking, but they love seeing them and the, the love they give to them. Right. I'm really, Mr. So the music teacher's right next to me, which at times is not great. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his fault though. He didn't pick his classroom. But, like, it's just such a great outlet. They'll just be like, I yeah. just want to go in the studio, like, you know, or I just want to go talk to Mr. Corey about this, like, song I want to play in the talent show. And I definitely miss being being able to be yeah. all excited about that and having that as an option yeah because sometimes it, it really does help the other day just i mean just to you know bang around on some gems or play the guitar a little bit um no doubt i mean what are you i mean what are you kind of i miss kind of i i do not miss the day school kids not like i don't miss the kids <laughs> but i don't miss the distraction they cause our they provide kids, but i not they cause our kids. That happens. It's usually our kids mess with them. <laughs> but like it's just too much for our kids. Right. All these kids right. It's a lot. Yeah. But I do miss it being more of a um, like traditional school setting. Okay. Where, there are, where there's more kids in the hallways walking around, and they're they kind of I feel like they feel like more that they're at a normal school. When right. 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 Now they're so isolated. Yeah. It's kind of it's um, and I guess the last thing we could do is just give them some more credit. Like we were talking about a meeting. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The kids are doing great. This is the best stretch that I. Yeah, can remember in a long time. No doubt. I mean, I I want to give a you know credit and shout out to any of the volunteers who have did, you know donated or anything, um, for because that has really helped um, yeah. to have donations for the kids and and for staff. Um, kind of you know gives them something to realize that okay, it's not the same every day. Yeah, and that um, if you are looking for someone to help out, like now is a perfect time. Yeah, because every donation we get, the kids are so excited. So excited. Whether it's it could be an old football, it does right. like it doesn't it, matter. Um, the lack of resources during this, just because people aren't allowed on campus. Yep. Um, like I'm, my cousin is still sending snacks. They every time they come, it's like the big. It's like Christmas yeah, it's morning a, it's for a huge like deal. a pop tart or whatever. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that would definitely be something you could do now to help our kids. Got the second button. All right. So I did want to talk about my class real quick. Forgot about this. So one of our kids who's been having a really tough time has kind of become like the leader in our class. Nice. And we have a lot of the kids in my class that we've been talking about all episode. Yep. And he is not one of those kids. Yeah. And he, instead of going the other way, which is probably what he would have done previously, he's become like kind of like a beacon of positivity. Right. It's no, making no. me nervous saying <laughs> I was going to say knocking on wood. Yes, and <laughs> he's been incredible. No, I agree 100%. Like it, and he's one of our students who's like had has definitely had like the ups and downs and of of being here like he started out really uh aggressive and violent for a while and then like definitely flat and plateaued and was really really well and and stayed and stayed that streak for a little bit and then had a, again a peak of of uh aggression again but like now like he's kind of reverted back to like he's solid and great right now we've got like a student right now that plays a ukulele yeah which would have previously driven him like insane and he's just like oh that's, that's he's cool fine with it that's yeah. cool like do your thing like I'm, <laughs> you know and he's he's like showing them through his actions how to and i can't believe i'm saying this how to appropriately do things like no he's asking for when he needs a break he's walking up and appropriately being like Chanel, may I please have a break in another room? And that, that's showing them this is how you get a this break. This is how you do it. Yeah. 
it's amazing. Like you said that, and I just thought about it, like right now. I was like, man, I thought he was going to be wandering around the hallways this whole for, pandemic. This whole, this whole time, I thought he was going to go right back to wandering around the hallways, and he's been great again, knocking on wood. And I'm not positive of this, but I think he has straight A's. I I can see that because he's always been one of the more intelligent kids here. Right. But he's just like you said, he would wander around the halls, wouldn't do his work, wouldn't do anything for weeks at a time. Right. Like he would always have like a C in my class because he would have like an F. On the interim. Yeah. And then he'd be like, all right. And then he'd just get A's. And then, For the rest. Yeah. The average of an A and F, I think, is a C. <laughs> it's a C. But I think, I'm, I know he has an A in my class, and I'm pretty sure he has an A. I'm going to say, yeah, because he's working class. in all of his classes right now. So, I mean. So, I again, know. we never, like, so you have to celebrate, because tomorrow could it could shift. be It could be totally different. But congratulations, Sam. He's been doing incredible. Absolutely. And things are maybe starting to move in a way where, because he's been here way too long, where yeah. maybe he's going to. Something positive is going to happen. Happen, yeah. So. so I mean, we're 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 looking and sounding like there might be some plans as far as the placement. So and we'll then, see. And if that happens, we might have to have a cold one six feet away. Man, because he <laughs> he deserves it. And Every it's bit a of it. Long, long. It's been a long for time. Him and staff and everybody yeah. involved. So we ended on the positive. So yeah, rate. positivity. Hope man. we didn't get too dark. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think this episode has run its course Patrick unless you have something else <laughs> I'm good alright uh, <laughs> well as always I've enjoyed our conversation uh, we've enjoyed you guys listening we look forward to you guys listening next week <laughs>